Hello, friends. Welcome to the podcast. You might recognize my guests from the Flock podcast, Outsider, or just other awesome Richmond bands. I'm talking about Dewey and Jamie, two awesome guys. Jamie reached out to me a while back about his new band. He sent me the demo low key and I was pretty, pretty impressed. I was like, this is awesome. Like I had no idea you had a new project in the works. It just happened out of the blue for me. So I was really happy that he reached out and sent me the demo of no other way. Awesome songs. I highly recommend you guys go check them out. And Jamie has been on the podcast multiple times. I'm a huge fan of him. So I was really happy to have had him back on the podcast along with Dewey to talk about the new band, we talked about video games and just other current events. And it was awesome. I, I love talking to those guys. I'm a huge supporter of what they're doing. Love the bands that they've been in, the bands that they are in. So please, I urge you guys to support them as much as you can. So please, without further ado, welcome Dewey and Jamie to the podcast. and we're live welcome to the podcast dewey and jamie you hello this is wild i'm uh happy i uh to have you guys on i'm a supporter of uh, richmond hardcore rock on brother appreciate it so uh jamie's obviously been uh, a guest on the podcast uh, multiple times before so uh, dewey do you want to give a little introduction on um what you do um for hardcore Sure. Um, well, I've been involved in hardcore for a, a, over half my life at this point, I think. And uh, I think the only notable bands I've really been in or had anything to do with was Breakaway and now this band. Other than that, I've just been... There's been a few bands in between those, but none of note. <laughs> that, you know, that didn't break out anywhere other than like Richmond and maybe... North Carolina every once in a while. Okay. And I've done I've had on um Ace in the past. Mm-hmm. I, I just had on um Eric. Yeah. So I'm I'm definitely stoked to get um, more of you guys from Richmond on the podcast. So thanks for being down. Dude, for sure. For sure. And so you guys uh play in, in a newer band, uh uh No Other Way. Mm-hmm. Yep. And can you guys just talk about um how that came together? Because I know Jamie, you're still in um outsider yeah <laughs> um i guess i'll basically um at, well, actually i totally forgot at one point i was actually doing vocals in a band from here called watchdogs um oh you were i had no idea so, yeah. so you came in after meg yes interesting so, okay yeah so after her i did a few shows we actually had like an lp worth of stuff written um and then at one point uh i just didn't Every band I've ever been in, I've been very passionate about. And um, honestly, I think they've all also been like straight edge bands, especially the ones I've fronted. Uh And I did have a lot of songs written about like veganism and other things I was passionate about. Um, And then everyone in Watch Dogs at a certain point was not vegan. 
So I was left with all these songs that I felt really passionate about. And I just kind of was like, guys, like, I like you guys. Like, I love you guys. You're my friends. But I don't feel comfortable, like, using these songs to with this band when I'm the only one who really feels this way about them. And, like, I could rewrite them, but it's just, like, my heart's not in it. And, like, I don't want to do anything involved in hardcore that's not, like, oh, I'm not 100% in, too, you know? Um, so then I kind of was just like, I'm, like, leaving the band etc etc and then hit up jamie or maybe you hit me up wasn't it i think i hit you up just like it was probably like midnight or something yeah. i was like yo let's start a vegan straight edge band that yeah. sounds like this this and this and i was like hell yeah because i had still had like some riffs and some song specifically some songs left over from like breakaway when we were kind of that was the, the next stuff that breakaway was going to do was more in the vein of what we're doing now which is like count me out and uh carry on and stuff like that and so i was like well i already have all these riffs and like this is like my favorite style of hardcore so I was like let's go like, the demo was written really quickly because i just already had so much that i wanted to say and so much music in the backlog that i'd written so jamie you play drums and dewey you're on vocals yeah Okay, and I remember uh, uh, Jamie had hit me up, and he had sent over the demo before it, it like you know got released like publicly, and mm-hmm. I was like you know down to I'm always down to check out new music, so the fact that he hit me up and like wanted me to check it out, I was like you know super stoked on, and I told him that night or um, whatever uh, point of the day it was that like my favorite thing about the demo was the vocals. So mm-hmm. I, I was I was really interested um, in like the band from that point on, and I I definitely love the style. Um, but I I didn't know you guys were vegan. I, I knew you guys were like a straight edge band, but I didn't know it was like a vegan straight edge band, which is still yeah. awesome. Yeah, uh, I I really appreciate that because when we started off doing this, all the other bands I've been in, I've done like way more like there have been like metal or like more harder like beat downy quote unquote stuff or just like heavier stuff. So I've always done like higher vocals or more like shrill and stuff like that so when we were doing this i like at one point hit up multiple people like how should i do these vocals because i've been doing vocals and bands for like a really long time and they've been able to do different stuff but i was really unsure i was like i hope this sounds good so i really appreciate that because i was very unsure when i started recording and how's the reception been because i I saw you guys had uh the article on uh, no echo which is uh, an awesome outlet and uh, I'm not sure like how people have been reacted so far to the demo being out. Uh, it seems like it's gone pretty well so far. Uh, like within like the first week of putting it out, like we got approached by like a bunch of different people to like get put on shows and so on and so forth. And then uh, unfortunately we pretty much wrote everything like by ourselves. So we weren't able to make a show happen. And then, obviously, like, all of this coronavirus stuff is going on, which has put us on a big hold for doing anything at all, so. Yeah, like, as soon as we got some people who are ready to, like, play and practice and, like, get the songs down and, like, start doing the show, this all happened. Uh, And it was funny because it was, like, only, like, two days before that that I was talking to Ace specifically because he sets up, like, everything in Richmond, basically, and he's, like, yeah, I got you guys on some shows coming up. Like, like, let's get the ball rolling, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, this all happens. It's like everything's put on hold for the next month or two, at the least. Yeah, 
but you guys do have a, a full lineup now for the band. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, we're in a weird position because we're a vegan straight edge band in a town where everyone who's vegan straight edge doesn't actually like play instruments or the ones that do are just busy. Um, so we have like, we have some fill-ins. I think uh, we got Mark from Red Vision who's going to step in and play with us. And then Bob, who's been in um, a few bands from here, like Cell Death, Barge and stuff like that. He's going to step up and like, at least be fill-ins for like a little bit just to, so we can like actually start playing some shows whether or not they're like fully down we'll see um because i mean everyone's so busy with stuff and mark's already in downfall and red vision but um but yeah we have we do have a tentative group of people who are ready to play as soon as we're able to that's awesome i haven't heard the name barge in a minute I, yeah, yeah. I, I was into that band. I saw them. Uh, like, man, they were on tour. I think they're they're on a run with like Fury, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. I, I saw them a couple times. They're yeah. awesome. But I just want to kind of switch focus real quick. Um, you guys. Uh, well, we're all kind of like in this whole like quarantine thing. Obviously, you guys mm-hmm. are in the same room together right now. How's is like this whole thing been treating you guys out there in Richmond? Uh, it's really not terribly different for me, aside from the fact that I can't go to the gym right now. Uh, I don't really do a whole lot anyways. I usually just, I like, I go to work and I go to the gym. So now I'm just doing a lot more work and spending way too much time at my house. Yeah. I'm about in the same boat. Like my, the place I work, I work in a warehouse, so They've basically, it's been like the same. I mean, everyone else in the company who isn't in the warehouse has been getting, we've been getting like layoffs and stuff like that. But for us, where we're not really like compromised, any, like have any contact with anyone, it's been like busier than ever because everyone's, because we just sell stuff online. So everyone's buying stuff online, apparently. And I mean, other than, yeah, my gym closing, it's been the same. But I mean, for everyone else, I mean, I have roommates who've been laid off. I didn't like constantly seeing people getting laid off and like losing jobs and cutting hours. And so it's definitely affecting people. I don't think people are taking it as seriously as it should be taken, but no. um, I think it's going to be like another week until people are like, Oh wait, this is very serious. Yeah. I obviously in like the early stages of it, I, I thought it was just something that would kind of just blow over. Cause obviously it, it wasn't really like impacting um, the U S at that point, you know, we were hearing stuff, you know, coming out of China. And then when it started like invading, like things that I, like you know, love like, you know, seeing stuff like, you know, E3 and then like Disneyland, like closing. I'm like, Holy shit. This is like, you know, now it's like in my world, like, like what am I going to do to like protect myself? Cause like it, it literally, you know, me, I, I used to go to Disneyland a couple times a week the fact that it's been closed for you know going on two weeks now uh i've had to like find other ac- activities to do which is fine like i'm i i have like plenty to do but it's, it's just like strange that i've like i've had to like uh you know really adjust because of this thing is actually like you know serious and people should be paying attention instead of like you know going out and like you know not really trying to quarantine and stay safe and healthy mm-hmm. yeah especially since like a lot of those cases seem to pop up on the west coast first and it's like slowly been trickling over so i feel like the same amount of like, if we're just like a few days behind everyone over there, like it's slowly starting to creep up. The numbers are getting higher and like 
yeah, it's yeah. definitely been affecting us. And like, not to mention like two, maybe three weeks ago, like there were only known cases in like Washington and California. And now, and now it's spread throughout the entire country. And now the country is leading globally, like the amount of confirmed cases. So yeah. if the, if the rate that it's spreading doesn't tell you that it's serious, then I don't know. Yeah. And I was in the same boat as you where like originally I was like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, yeah, we got distance each other from a few, like for a while. But then as soon as like, E3, I was like, okay, that's like a bigger area. Same with Disney World, I saw that. And I was like, well, these are like huge areas with a bunch of people. But then when it started affecting like like my gym, which is a very small gym, and how serious people were taking it there, and like like businesses like getting shut down or like going to hold and like only taking takeout for restaurants. And then I was like, okay, this is like actually serious. It like hit me like a few days ago, actually. Yeah, well, I'm hoping it, at some point we can, you know, re- recover and get back to normal life because at, at this point, it, it's like we've gone so long with like, you know, like you know, the movie theaters are closed. Like you guys mentioned, your gyms are closed. I'm, I'm just like, you know, waiting for things to get back to normal because at, at this point, I feel like we've gone like so long. It's just like I don't remember what those days were like, which is so weird to to talk about because it, it feels like this stuff is like seriously like out of like a movie or like a video game. It, it's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, I mean, I can, I think I can speak for the three of us and say that none of us have ever experienced anything like this in our lives. So I don't know. It's, it sucks. I don't think there's really an easy way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm not a huge fan and I, like I seriously, like I had a, a a trip planned to Florida in like uh, in like two weeks, and mm-hmm. uh, yesterday Disneyland, uh, uh, well Disney like announced that their parks were going to stay closed longer than um, intended because originally they uh, said it was just going to be closed till the end of March, but now they came out and said that it's going to be extended till April eighteenth, and mm-hmm. like my trip was like Easter weekend, so like I had to cancel. Obviously, like I'm not gonna just go to florida and not go to disney that's weird um yeah so yeah it's, it's crazy i'm hoping at some point like you know everybody stays healthy and stays clean and hopefully we can try to contain this thing which you know at this point doesn't mm-hmm. seem like we're going to because they're saying so many people are getting infected but i'm just hoping yeah. that it doesn't get to the point where uh like you know all hell breaks loose yeah martial law is declared and the national guards keeping you in your home <laughs> i know then i gotta uh Got to bust out my samurai sword that I've been uh, hiding away. Yeah, start looting, dude. I don't like seriously. Like just being in those scenarios, it'd be so scary because I live, uh, you know, like so far from like my family, and then like thinking about you know, do I stay out where I'm at, or do I go and try to be with them, or like where do I go? It's, I, I, yeah, I, I wouldn't even know what to do. Yeah, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Well, I'm really uh, well. Going back to to your band, um, I, I know it's it's like you know it's still um, early on, but I I definitely think you guys have like you know obviously um, potential there because that that demo seriously like I I listened to it and I I thought it was awesome. So I'm definitely looking forward to hearing more from you guys. Um, right now, have you guys uh, or do you guys even have more songs than what's on the demo? Or are you guys gonna plan to write anything new? Um, we actually started writing because. Um, like I said, I've been in a lot of bands that like 
we'll write a few demos, a few songs, and then kind of like trail off. So I specifically was, we need to strike when the iron's hot and like start writing. So we already have like another song that's basically done. Um, and I have a few other riffs in my head. It's just, um, it's in a, it's a weird position where we, we could probably get up and practice, but it's funny because everyone else is like, not really funny, but it's unfortunate people are out of jobs and like everyone's has to stay home to work and stuff like that. But like, yeah. Both of our jobs require us to work like overtime. Yeah. So it's like even harder now because even the days that we could be like getting up to jam, it's either we're working or it's kind of one of those things where like, do we want to actually go out and like meet up and do this? But yeah. uh, I think, I think we should be nailing out some stuff by the time all this is over. I'm already going to like try and figure something out that we can get on like the next show as soon as all this blows over and then have some new songs to play then and uh, hopefully record them too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious when like the next show will actually happen because mm-hmm. I, I, I was actually uh, thinking about the last show that I attended and I was, it, it didn't even dawn on me that, uh, that, you know, that it was a possibility that that was going to be the last show that I ever go to. So like here yeah. I am, like you know, two weeks later, I was like, shit, like I had no idea because there were yeah. things lined up that I planned on going to, but it straight up just you know got postponed or canceled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, United Blood got canceled here, and that just that's yeah. fucked. So very fucked. Yeah, and I seriously, it, it's so strange because like I don't think that's ever happened as far as I know, right? No. Mm-hmm. And. I know Outsider, um, they were announced to be on United Blood. Yeah, we were we were going to open Friday, so we were pretty much kicking off the whole fest. Yeah, and then, yeah, it's so strange because I, there, like, so when this whole, like, you know, outbreak thing started happening, the last shows that I can think of was there was, like, a last minute, like, rotting out show that happened just because, like, their tour, yeah. their whole tour got canceled and uh, it just so happens that they were in California. Uh, during that part so they're like, screw it like let's just try to throw it together like you know a, a show and then even like the the last day that i know of, of the tour package uh the venue where they're having it at literally um had to cut the show in half so they did two shows they, they did like an afternoon show at like 2 30 and then they, they did a, another show at like 7 30 so like the venue literally had to like hit up like everybody that bought tickets and and like divide them up like yo like you're 2 30 like you're 7 30 so please just like you know come accordingly and like they try to like accommodate friends who got split up which i thought was like seriously the strangest thing to like have this tour package do two shows at the same place in one day because of this whole thing and like watching yeah. the videos I, I i knew people that were there and like the vibes just seemed like way off i was just like man they probably were better yeah. just like scrapping so it. wild i mean kudos to the club for doing that or the the venue for doing that like it's pretty badass to like try and figure that stuff out the last minute but it seems so weird to go about it that way yeah yeah like i i yeah i just had no interest because i was just like i'm just gonna just like having that thing like loom over like everybody i was like i don't think it's just gonna be a good idea so i was like it's just not even gonna go seems like more of a headache than just like canceling the show as much as that sucks that just seems like more of a headache yeah but this was at the point where like um they were still at like you know uh 250 like like uh cap for like events this was like way before like you know like no more than 10 people because that's what it's at yeah down here Mm -hmm. so it's really strange but like what have you guys been doing like outside of like, well, like when you're not working uh, just to like try to stay busy since you guys uh, you know, aren't able to go to the gym. 
I've been like, I've had a side job that I've been doing for like the last, for like the duration that this whole thing has been going on. Like I've just been working during the day and then working during the evening as well. And then been skateboarding a lot more lately. And, uh, that's about it. I, I, I actually do a podcast myself that like requires me, not requires me, but it's like weekly, but I, I, it's like on video games and movies and like whatever else we've been doing out there. It's pretty like relaxed. But, um, so I always like animal crossing came out for switch. So I've been doing a lot of that switch gang. <laughs> um, Let's go. Yeah. I, I actually uh, was like up at 12 the night it dropped. And I've been like grinding away at that, which is the perfect time for this game to come out. You know, um, you know what's crazy is that like, since you guys are like, you know, in, in a different time zone for me, like I was up I mean, at 9 p.m. because it, it unlocks at yeah. 9, 9 p.m. for us. So I was like, I, and I'm not as tired and it's not as late. So I mm-hmm. um, definitely appreciate that. But um, what was what's the name of your podcast? It's the flock podcast. The flock. And is it just you solo or do you have like people doing it with you? It, it's actually me, that guy Bob that we were just talking about, and um my good friend Coleman. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. And are, yeah. do you so, guys do you guys do it from like where you're at now or how does it work? Yeah, we do it from here. Um off chance that we can't do it here. Bob actually um records out of studio twelve where Ace does his podcast. Um, and a lot of the bands in Richmond record. So worst case yeah. scenario, they're, they're always a, like, we're always able to like, record there. But for the most part, it's usually here. Okay, that's awesome. I, I know uh, Jamie sent me the link to it, uh, I think earlier in the week, or maybe it was last mm-hmm. week. I, I still have to check it out. But it definitely sounds yeah. awesome. I, those are things that I'm into. Yeah, yeah for sure. Love video games. Yeah, it's like mostly video games because like the first part is just like, what have we been doing throughout the week, which is like now the perfect time for that because we're also all busy. But now that we have time, we've been like watching more stuff and playing more games. And so just we're talking about that. Then the other half is like video game news. So we've also been covering shutdowns and stuff like that for events. Okay. And uh, to my knowledge, I- I'm not sure if uh, Jamie plays video games at all. Uh, I think the last video game I played was Call of Duty four nice oh wow which is pretty uh pretty dope might hop back on that soon all right well uh have you had any interest in the new uh call of duty uh, the war zone yeah i wake up every day and think about going to buy some type of gaming system just because i'm so fucking bored i don't know what to do anymore yeah Warzone's really fucking fun uh what do you play warzone on do we ps4 Okay, PS4. All right, yeah. that's awesome. I have it for uh, PC because I. Mm-hmm. So I'm like way back when I sold off like all my stuff like when I was moving, except for my computer because uh, I like built it. It's right here. You can't see it. It's off camera, but um, uh, but I built my computer here. I'll, I'll show you real quick. People, nice. think, uh, <laughs> yeah, really that, there it. she is. <laughs> but uh, that, that's my computer. But um, I wish I could show mine, but uh, yeah. So I sold sold off all my consoles like when I was moving. And I just didn't want to spend so much money to rebuy like my Xbox, my PS4 and like my switch, even though like I eventually rebought my switch because um, a, a lot of the stuff that um, comes out on Xbox that I'm into, I, I can play on like their, you know, they have the game pass for Xbox yeah. and 
I really want a PS4 because like coming out is, uh, you know, the Final Fantasy seven remake, which is looks really interesting. Would yeah. love to play that. And uh, games like um, what was the Japanese game, the Samurai one that's coming out in June? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. There you go. That one. Like, yeah. I, I would love to play that. But it's just like for me, I feel like it, it's so like late game and like, you know, PS5 is right around the corner. Don't want to invest in a system when I have to buy the newer system coming out. So I'm, I'm just mm. just waiting. And I'll just have to yeah. play it like like down the road, which I, like, I'm okay with waiting, but like, I'm definitely going to pick up a PS5 when it comes out. Oh, yeah. But with your guys' like review stuff, um, how like, are you guys just like looking at articles like throughout the week and just um, are you guys all like kind of just throwing things into the pile to talk about? Or do you guys like kind of coordinate on, on the topics you talk about before you start recording? Well, it's, it's funny because we usually we kind of just like go at it immediately and like don't really coordinate too much. Okay. Um, Coleman, it, and it works out really well because Coleman watches a lot of movies. He actually works at the local movie theater here. So he gets a lot of cool stuff in. I stick to mostly video games. And then Bob usually has something like off the wall in terms of like just crazy B movies that he's found on the internet. And like, he's always got some weird, thing he's been doing that like spices up and then after that um we usually go into like the articles and stuff like that like for the news like throughout the week i'll like just gather stuff i usually put it in a doc and then we kind of throw a bunch of stuff into a doc and then just read it off as we go at the end of the episode that's cool i yeah every now and then i i do like a disney podcast with my buddy garrett he's like my uh my, my co-host on that and uh we never like coordinate on like the topics we talk about just because we're so into the disney culture we're kind of aware of like what's going on so yeah. it's always kind of nice just uh going in and um, i don't have to like worry about him not knowing because he, he's like pretty up to uh you know all the news going on with that stuff so it's fun to talk about and there's definitely times where like he'll bring up stuff that i totally forgot to even bring up so it's always nice to have mm-hmm. somebody who's like in the know definitely i i that is the vibe of us too yeah but man, I seriously like what I, United Blood was supposed to happen like next weekend or this yeah, yep. weekend. Damn, that, that's so he was in like the next week or two. Yeah, that's yeah. I, I think about that just because obviously that's your guys' local fest and for it to get um, is, is it postponed or is it um, straight up canceled? It's postponed. I think they're trying to schedule it to happen in the fall, maybe. Yeah, I think I heard the A say something on a form of passion episode about it being in September. There, that's what they're aiming for. Yeah, and they're gonna try as hard as they can to make it as similar to the lineup that they currently or they had booked. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and that's such a hard thing too because you got you, you got to think about it like everybody's on pause right now. Like, you know, not just mm-hmm. the fast, like all the bands are on pause. So when things are able to, you know, get back to normal and bands are able to go out and play shows, do tours and stuff like, like, where are they going to go? Like, well, they have to, you know, pick and choose. And it's going to be really strange to see how this whole thing shakes out. Cause like, I'm curious, like are fest actually going to just postpone or are they just going to straight up cancel because, you know, everybody has like their own plans and not everything can happen again. Cause I feel like it's just going to be like this crazy, like, um, like log jam if all the fests try to happen like you know the end of the year 
because now it's fine things are spread out so you know there's really no like issue there with like you know lineup wise but if everybody tries to do it like towards the end of the year there's gonna be like you know a lot of like you know things conflicting and hopefully it doesn't get to that point hopefully this thing clears up and um there won't be some crazy like log jam things can just pan out normally mm -hmm. but I, I i'm real interested to see how things like you know shake out towards the end of the year yeah what i'm you're good i was gonna say i feel like i feel like um right now the sooner this all blows over is good because them doing it in september is like a good time there's not like a crazy amount of stuff going on but i'm thinking about like when is it going to get to the point where if we do postpone all these fests and shows like not even for us just like and hardcore in general is it going to be like a fest a month because we're all postponing and like trying to move stuff around and it's going to be like bonkers like crowded i'm just thinking I mean, we get a United Blood in the fall, and then we get another one in the spring. Yeah, I like that idea, too. That's wild, too, because that isn't that far apart. If you think about it, if it happens um, September, and then if it schedules, if it wants to go back to the normal schedule and have it happen again in February, that's like, what, like maybe six months? Mm-hmm. And that, that's not a lot of uh, time to have people miss it or even, um, you know, have everybody want to come back and do it all over again so fast. Because yeah. normally you get a full year to to miss it and to have the build up and have a chance to even like, you know, book like, you know, in a timely manner. So for it to yeah. have that quick turnaround, it, it's, it's crazy, kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, for sure. I Obviously, I don't think that they would end up doing two that close together it just this whole thing just like it just fucks up everybody's schedule because like united blood in the fall is going to be cool if that's what they can make happen but then it's just like what are we going to do are we going to they're not going to have it in the fall next year and i'm assuming they're not going to book another one in the spring so it's just like and they're not going to i don't i would imagine they're not going to skip a year so i don't really know what to do after that you know I think it's just a lot of i don't know it's gonna be weird times yeah yeah if i was in that position obviously i would try to go full-fledged on this year obviously you know if they're shooting for september if that's the move and then in february of next year to not make it such like a big deal and uh because like you also have to think about uh like the business aspect of it too because it's not just like you know yeah it's for not, sure. not just some like free thing that can just happen so like i, I feel like to to maybe not have the you know like united blood fatigue uh maybe scale back given the situation be like hey you know obviously this isn't a, the normal thing but we have to do this just to kind of keep it fresh because because if you try to do like two full fest back to back i feel like people are going to be like this is kind of weird um, oh yeah given the circumstances like doing the one in the fall and then just doing something smaller in place of where it normally is yeah, I'm kind of thinking like it would be really cool to do something like a bigger show. Yeah, just uh, on that weekend, um, like this time next year, mm -hmm. just a huge show that's like packed. Starts at like twelve and then goes until twelve. Yeah, just like an all day thing. Yeah, yeah, that could definitely work. But I'm seriously curious, like you know, like what's going to be the first show to like be back? Because I feel like kids are going to go like that's going to be like something that like a lot of eyes are going to be on because like kids are you know like wanting yeah. it we all miss it so much it's been so long like think about it, this long like we all haven't it's like a whole like haven't been to a show 
Yeah, because there isn't any to go to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think Ace was talking about like the first show back, like people are going to be so excited for it and they're going to like appreciate hardcore in general when it, that time comes around. And I, but I think it's also going to be something where there's going to be a few people who are hesitant to go out still. Yeah. So it's like a up in the air if it's like going to be like everyone's there or it's going to be like more reserved and people like waiting and that another like few weeks. But I actually wanted to hit him up and say, Yo, as soon as the government is allowing more than 100 people in a room, we should talk to all the like local bands now mm-hmm. and like be like, hey, yo, as soon as this is announced a week from that day, like that Friday, we should like just figure out something because we can probably figure out a venue and stuff like that later. But as long as we get like Red Vision, Downfall, Outsider, Us, uh, MAD, like, like the smaller local bands, if we can just do like one big show that yeah. day. I think that would be like that week after we're able to, I think that would be really tight. Yeah. Good. You guys got to get the, the verdict on there. Oh man. <laughs> oh God. I wish. I don't know. I heard some, I heard some things that people in the verdict aren't really down with it anymore. Wait, are you speaking about people changing like a, a way of life? Maybe. Oh, there's definitely some sellouts, but also. <laughs> oh, okay. all right. I was I was kind of beating around the bush, but if you want to go like no, into no it. beating around the bush. Yeah, I'm okay. very blunt. Okay, all right. You should listen to the demo. <laughs> no, but um, uh, I think it's just some people were like, "No, this is corny." Blah blah blah. I'm like, "Come on, man! It's fu- it's a fun fucking time." I I love that demo so much. So yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, I don't think it's corny. It's it's. It, it was a cool hardcore band and I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good example of like what I was talking about with the vocals, like Ace and I are on a song and, and it sounds nothing like I do on this. Mm-hmm. And like, there's also people who have like never been in a band. Uh, Hunter, the song Headhunters has two, like uh, Hunter from Downfall and another guy from here named Hunter Moore. Hunter Moore has never been in a band before. And that was like such a sick demo because he's, never done anything for a band like who was on that demo and sounded fucking sick and has he started a band since mm, i don't think so he should i said he should but i don't know he's also a man of mystery and a man of he's actually just a crazy person so probably doesn't have time okay that's fair i wish i knew how to play an instrument so i feel like i'd want to start bands left and right yeah but I'm just not talented in that aspect. Yeah, everyone can pick up a bass and start learning. Yeah, I'm not that good at drums, and that's the only thing I get stuck doing. <laughs> it's never too late. Did you ever um, end up getting a drum set? Just curious. Yeah, I do, I do have one. And uh, unfortunately, well, I don't know, whatever. For as many times as I've borrowed somebody's set, me having to like break mine down and like set it up a few times isn't that bad. But yeah, I've brought it to a few shows. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. Because I remember the first time I had you on, I, I'm pretty sure you, you didn't have a drum set. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't had it. That, this is like the first drum set I've had since I was like 13. Hell yeah. It's, well, ne- it's never too late. <laughs> it's, it's definitely cool to see the progress and you're still taking it serious. Mm-hmm. As much as I can. Okay. But um, so you mentioned the gym, uh, Jamie, were you talking about um, the rock climbing gym? Yeah. Can't, uh, can't be climbing up to plastic rocks right now. And is that the same gym 
to either that you participate in or do you do like a different st style? No, I actually t thought you were talking about a regular gym because I totally forgot. For I mean, reason. there is like, there is a regular there's gym. a gym there. I do yeah. lift weights and stuff too, yeah. but like the, the bulk of my workout is just like climbing related stuff. Yeah. I, um, I do strongman, which sounds like a joke, but it's like a, if you ever like watched world strongest man mm -hmm. and stuff like that, where the dudes like flip, like the tires are like throw the kegs over bar and like do truck deadlifts and stuff like that. It's like that just at a smaller scale for someone at so, my age who's not doing steroids. <laughs> are you able to lift an Atlas stone? Yeah, I yeah. actually am. That, that's crazy. I, I was like, obviously I'm not that strong, so I don't think I can do that. But the fear of like dropping it on my toes, I'd be so nervous. I have a friend who was actually in a competition who had the stone was loading it and was it was he couldn't get it over to the point where it was like on top of him for so long that he like blacked out fell over and then it hit his toe oh. so that actually did happen to him oh, wow that's wild yeah and then he like woke up and was like what happened he had no idea so are you're able to like rip a phone book in half like no problem <laughs> almost i'm ha i get it i get halfway there and i get stuck so okay so you're, you're, you're still it. building up your strength exactly yeah okay and uh, so but you've never um oh wait, never mind you're forgetting you're, you're straight edge you're not going to take steroids no <laughs> okay i was gonna ask because I, I know that um, obviously that's like way more common in like uh that field for people no, to be for sure to be on steroids yeah I've, I've definitely done some competitions where the dudes i'm going up against are like noticeably on steroids to the point i'm like damn this sucks because i have to go against this actual juiced out of his head guy and i'm just like all right i guess i'll play dead last this time it's fine nobody's ever offered you no they haven't that's surprising i i feel like somebody would like probably be like hey like do you want some uh you know enhancements maybe we can help you yeah. out some of the sauce i've been offered some sauce <laughs> yeah really while you're climbing they're like hey like we need we want you to build up your upper body strength here's some stuff to inject in your yeah body. no uh this is this isn't uh I was just offered sauce. <laughs> it's not in relation to doing anything at all. Uh, damn. Okay. You, we, I know a guy. That's interesting. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I haven't been in the gym in like a long time. So I, I used to train mixed martial arts back in the day. So I, I used to frequent like the, I guess like the fight gym, but it's been a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's a, a huge thing with me is like, I go to the gym like probably four days out of the week. So when I my gym got shut down, I was just it, it feels so weird not going there because I've yeah. been doing that for like four years now. It feels like I think somewhere around there. And so to be like, you know, it's like the same thing as like not being able to go home in a way. It just feels odd. Yeah, for sure. Like as far as like I'm in the climbing gym like same amount of time probably like four to five days a week yeah and the thing that sucks about like uh not being able to climb for the i mean indefinite future at this point is like i started climbing at like an older age so my tendons and stuff just like i just lose strength and like my fingers and stuff very fast because i haven't developed them as a child so whenever I go back to the gym, it's just going to be like starting all over again, almost. 
and you guys aren't trying to like supplement with like workouts at home to keep you guys in shape? I mean, I'll be, I like hang on my door frame at home sometimes, but funny enough, I have that uh, Ring Fit Adventure game. Oh, okay. So I've been doing that so I can avoid going outside, but then I also have like dumbbells and stuff like that I've been using um, just to like do anything but like sit around and still feel like I'm doing my part to like not screw over people or like, um, you know, immune compromised people. Yeah. I just do a ton of pull-ups and that's about it. Yeah. With the ring fit, have they came out with that update for the music? Cause I saw it in like the mini direct. Yeah. It actually, it actually launched that day of the direct. And, uh, I don't know if they had it at, at, um, before that dir- direct too, but they also added a, like just free jog mode, mm-hmm. which is really, it's, it's really funny. Cause I was like, as soon as I started playing the game, when it first released, I was like, Hey, I really want, a free jog jog mode in this and like yeah i could go outside and jog but like i could just do it in place here and i think they've also added that they've added the like, mini game where you can like the like, rhythm game thing because i just tried those out so that was pretty cool um but now the the resale value on them because everyone's staying at home is like ridiculous to the point where i think the base game sold, sells for like 80 dollars, but it's out of stock and you can get on ebay for like 200 to 300 dollars like all resellers at this point that's insane i yeah i never dock my switch like i i literally mm. played in like handheld mode like the, the mm. whole time i I'm, I'm curious how much room do you actually need to actually play ring fit um it's funny because i have enough in, in this room like there's enough room if it, it, it was it wasn't on the second floor and like on like wood floors it would probably be a, a little bit better but you don't need that crazy amount of um, room there's like enough to like, li- like enough space to like lay down for like planks and stuff like that, um, and then like enough head space so you can like put your arms up for specific like exercises. Okay, yeah, because it's all just tracking stuff in the Joy Cons that get placed into the ring. Yeah, there's like one in the ring, and then you strap one onto your leg, so it like can measure like your leg getting picked up or like when you're planking or in the ring if you're pressing in and stuff like that so it's pretty, it's pretty cool technology the way they use like the rf sensor how do they you can also like, check your pulse at the end of it via the rf sensor and how do you strap it to your leg they, they, it comes with like a, a little strap that i have somewhere around here yeah it's right here that you like literally just stick the joy con in and then strap it around your leg oh okay interesting interesting that, yeah that's cool i, I honestly I, I never knew one went around your leg I, I thought they both sat into the um ring just like a like a steering mm-hmm. wheel yeah it's like it's basically um i forget what the, the the exercise equipment is but there is literally like some sort of ring i can't remember the name of it but they literally just took that and then made it uh compatible with the joy con and then like the, the way the HD rumble and stuff works on it is really cool too because you can like feel it like vibrating more when you're like doing uh, a more intense rep and stuff like that and like it it tells you when to release and stuff like that via the like the rumble you can almost feel it. Okay, that's awesome. I would yeah. like to check it out. I, I know some friends who have it. Um, I definitely mm-hmm. would not pay the crazy resale prices right now for it. So um, yeah, that's so insane. But for me. Um, I buy all my games uh, digitally, so I, mm-hmm. I don't ha- have any physical copies. Like I, I can see behind you, you have like a whole shelf full of like 
video games, which I, I think yeah. is awesome. Um, but for me, since I was like moving so often, I just hated having to lug around like a bunch of crap. So I just kind of made the, the decision to not buy anything physical, like when it came to video games. So like, like right mm -hmm. now, like all the movies, like video games that I buy, like it's strictly just all from like, you know, the digital store, which has been weird for me. Cause like, I, uh, didn't think I would be like, okay at first, like, you know, not, you know, really have anything tangible to, you know, see like, that I spent my money on. But after a while I was like, okay, this is like pretty convenient. Um, luckily, like, I, I've never been a part of like, you know, the, the, the servers crashing and then losing my data. So, mm -hmm. so far, like I've still been able to like retain everything that I've purchased. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm super into physical gaming, but it's also cause like I've lived in Richmond my entire life. Okay. So like if I do move anywhere here, it's like 10 miles at the most. So it's like never a problem. Um, and I've also just started building most of this up when the switch came out. So mm -hmm. I'm like. Probably like two years and at this point uh, we've been like i'm probably gonna stay in the house i am now but it's funny that you say that because i've already started looking at my collection like damn i need to sell some things off because if i do have to move from here it's gonna be like half of my belongings are in this room but it's all just like video game stuff mm -hmm. and i earlier you mentioned uh you got animal crossing um did you mm -hmm. have to go to like a midnight release to pick it up or did your GameStop give it to you like a day early I actually, or if you even chop a GameStop, I just, I just threw in GameStop. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of a psychopath. So I bought, I reserved it at Best Buy, but I was like, no, nah, I really want to stream this the, at the midnight release. So I bought it again digitally. So I actually have two copies. One that's like not even open. And then the one that's like on my switch, which the switch is like a great way, like a, the perfect, like system to do digital on because they, those little cards are so annoying to like switch in and out, especially a game like Animal Crossing where you just want to like start playing because it's like that forever game that you just keep playing for like years that I was like, I'm actually okay with doing this digitally because not only do I want to play at midnight, but I want to be able to just like boot it on my switch anytime I want to play. Yeah. I always have like a, uh like a weird fear of like that stuff like malfunctioning. So I know um, when the switch like initially came out, there was issues where uh, people's systems weren't able to read their cartridges just because there was some mm -hmm. sort of like, issue like internally. And I remember I, I didn't have the problem because like I bought everything digitally and I, I thought it was funny because like, people were like were hitting me up if I was having the same issue, but I was like, dude, like, I never bought a game physical. And then I ended up selling my Switch, um, and like I just got a, a second one, like when, like right before Animal Crossing came out, because I knew that I, I wanted to play that. Because I, I I skipped New Leaf because I I didn't have like a handheld system, um, and like so like I hadn't played Animal Crossing since GameCube, and I was just like kind of like looking forward to being able to play it again. So yeah, so I'm definitely stoked to be able to have a Switch again, and something like a good investment now because back then when I had it when it first came out, like the only games that were out were like Zelda and Mario Kart, and I was like, this is kind of mm -hmm. boring. Like Smash wasn't even out at that time, so yeah, just... now everything's coming to Switch. Yeah, like I, I go into the the um the eShop and there's like so many random games. I'm like, what the hell is this stuff? So I was like, all right, I'm like, whatever. Like I'd rather have this than how it was like when I first had it. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy how people will game that system of, like, developers will release a game for $5 or, like, release it for $20, put it at 50% off so it goes onto the sale list for $10, which is what they actually want. And that's the way that they get exposure because there's so many games on there that there's no other way for, like, someone to see your game unless it's, like, on sale and at the top of the sale list. It's, like, that's why you see all those, like, crazy games. 
that's wild. I honestly never thought of that kind of like marketing strategy. It was like, hey, like let's present it at this high price, but not really want it to sell at that price, and like you know have it on discount for the real price we want it at. Damn, that's smart. Yeah, that's like next level. I, I gotta yeah. step it up. I didn't even think about that. Now I'm all like, so, it, it, I've like looked into a lot of stuff of like people just putting out like any game just so that it's like on the like front page or like I said, like do the sales. So it's like at the top of the sales page that week and stuff. It's like such a weird marketing way to get your game out there because at this point, everyone's putting so much stuff on there. Like that's the only way you can get exposure as like a developer. Uh -huh. That's wild. Okay. And uh, do you have uh, other systems besides the Switch? And I, I know you showed your computer earlier. I have my Switch. Um, I actually have a few Switches. And then I have a PS4 and uh, my PC. But those are like the only three that I actually have. Curious, why do you have uh, more than oh. one Switch? Uh, again, because I'm a psychopath. Because I have like... <laughs> I have... Um, I have the Pokemon... Let's go Pikachu Switch, the other Pokemon Lights. Uh, and then I bought a light before the Pokemon Light came out just because I wanted to have one to go, like, on the go. And then I also have the um, Dragon Quest Switch just because I really like Dragon Quest. Just curious. Um, you said to have one on the go, but the Switch yeah. is made to already be on the go? Yeah. It was, it was, that's how I tell myself. That's how I, like, make the expense and, like, tell myself it's okay um, just because – the light is like way nicer to like have out and like go do stuff with. And so this, I just do the cloud syncing at home and then we'll take my other one out with me. Um, and then I, the, my switch just stays docked for the most part. Um, I also do have a bunch of like retro consoles that I totally forgot about. Like I have a full Genesis with a 32X and the CD, uh, a Wii U, GameCube, Game Gear. Um, yeah. Sega Saturn, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the sickest colorway of the light is like that um, Pokemon like exclusive colorway, the one for um, Sword and Shield, like the gray. Yeah. Dude, I, that colorway is so sick. Yeah. I love it. It's so sick. Like, I bought, I like, this is another thing is like, I bought it mm -hmm. to have it to like, because I just like want to collect stuff in the Switch because I love the system so much. And it's just like sitting in a box there because I had, before that, I bought the gray one. Um, that I actually use, but that's just kind of the person I am. And it's a big turnaround too. You, you think about the support that the Wii U got was like, like kind of like you know non-existent, and the games that came mm -hmm. out were kind of a joke. And that system was just so weird. And I, I feel like it came out like too soon. Um, yeah. But, but I'm definitely happy to see the the Switch get the treatment that it's getting now because um, it, it's definitely like a, a whole like 180 from the Wii U, and it's something that I I enjoy like so much. I, I'm like in my life, this is the first time I ever bought a Nintendo system and actually intend to keep it because like I, I've owned a, like a 64, like multiple Nintendo 64s, and like sold them. I never owned a GameCube. Mm -hmm. I had uh, the original Wii, got rid of it. Um, I, I never owned a Wii U. And I had a switch, but I sold it. But I'm back because like it's like a whole different climate now, and I'm for like, sure. yeah, and like have no intentions of like getting rid of this one because like I, I just love it. It's actually really fun. I actually have a question. So you know about the Nintendo theme park, right? Correct. Yes, it's going to be at uh, a Universal Studios in Hollywood in Orlando. Oh yeah, I forgot they're doing they're doing one there because I think the first one was actually supposed to open up in Japan during the Olympics. Like yeah. And then obviously that's probably not happening. But as, as like someone who's such an avid fan of like Disney World or Disneyland, 
would you like is that something you'd be interested in going into 100 like universal yeah. um studios like right now out here like it's okay for like a theme park like yeah. i much prefer the one in orlando i think that one's like superior like way better yeah, rides sure. um obviously their uh, harry potter stuff they have like two lands for harry potter versus us we just have the one um i i like universal but it's not like my favorite theme park but with nintendo uh land opening up there i am definitely way more interested because they're supposed to like um incorporate like uh some sort of like band that you buy you can like collect coins and mm-hmm. that will like you know um, be able to use in like the e-shop and like that fact i, I think is like really cool it's, like it makes it like way more interactive and the fact that they're obviously starting off with like mario stuff and then eventually going to tap into like the other stuff like zelda like animal crossing i'm really mm-hmm. looking forward to that because you gotta think about it nintendo's like legendary like mario like super popular everyone knows who mario is so the mm-hmm. fact that they're finally tapping into video games and bringing that to like a theme park and making it like a whole thing i'm really interested and it sucks for us like in, in California because like they had to like clear out some of like studios that were already in place and make room for Nintendo land out here versus in Florida. They like were like, OK, cool here. This space, it's going to be Nintendo land from like the ground up, like originally you know for that. So I feel like I'm out there. It's supposed to be like way cooler than yeah. uh, what we're getting in Hollywood, which is fine. Like I get it because their park is already cooler than ours anyways. So it just makes sense to do it again out there. So I'm, I'm definitely really interested might have to get a pass because I, I don't have a universal pass, but with Nintendo line opening up, like I'm way more into the idea of getting one because right now in Hollywood, you can do that entire park universal studios. You can do it all in like half a day versus mm-hmm. like going to Disneyland. It takes like, you know, the whole day to do stuff. So um, I, it, for me, it just doesn't make sense right now to have one when I could get it done so fast. But with Nintendo line opening and more attractions, more things to do, um, I feel like I will definitely want to get a pass at that point. For sure. I feel like Disney and, uh, Nintendo have like the same vibe going on of like wholesome, good fun. And I feel like it was, it's always been like, when is Nintendo going to make a theme park? When is Nintendo going to do more like cartoons or like movies and stuff like that? I think they're finally breaking into that. I think it's like, that's specifically what I was asking you about because I feel like you're such a Disney head that like I wanted to get your perspective on it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm definitely down for that. And uh, I'm not familiar uh, with your guys' area. Are, are there any like local theme parks to you guys? There is Bush Gardens. There's a Bush Gardens here. Okay, King's Dominion. And uh, and there's a theme park that I don't know if it has like a it's like a franchise. It's like King's Dominion. I think they are. I think yeah. it's just here. I'm a huge fan of uh, Bush Gardens. Uh, that's more I'm like scare so, roller coasters. That, I don't go to any of these places. Is that more like Six Flags, right? Bush Gardens. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Okay. Dang. So, uh, Jamie, you just don't like the thrill? No, that's, <laughs> it's too much margin for error. I'm, I'm scared. Really? But you go uh, rock climbing. I feel like there's some crazy things that could happen out there in nature. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. You don't need a helicopter to come pick you up if you mess up in a theme park. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a good explanation. It's just... Maybe it's just like I've all I've tried to convince myself that if roller coasters were built more like cars, like if there was if I was like inside of something instead of like dangling, maybe I would like it a little more. But I think just being that exposed just freaks me out. Like going that fast. Aerosmith ride. I love water rides though. I don't care. 
Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, honestly, going to Six Flags, that's the only time I ever feel like I'm like, I'm like, all right, this might be it. If like, if there's like, any kind of malfunction, like there's no saving me. Like I accept that, but it, it's definitely part of the fun because obviously it's all like mechanical. These like things like, you know, click into place and you just hope that they don't malfunction because it, it definitely has happened before. Like, we, we've, I'm sure you guys have seen those videos on the internet where people just like, you know, get flung out and, uh, you know, that's, yeah. that's a wrap, but um, it, it definitely is. Uh, pretty intense but yeah i went i went to like a it's like the closest thing i've done to like getting on a roller coaster since i was like a kid i got on one of those like drop zone things yeah. and uh like the second the thing dropped i would that was probably the most certain i've ever been in my entire life that i was gonna die i mean i was positive for like whatever reason because i was on it it was hitting the ground so there's also that one uh there's one ride in King's Dominion that's like old, the old yellow or something like that. Old yeller. The, the uh, Rebel Yell. Rebel Yell. It goes backwards. Yeah, it goes backwards, but it's a full uh, wooden roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what scarred me. I think I got on that when I was like a kid. Yeah. Never again. It's got to it's gotta be like, I remember someone telling me it's like the second oldest roller coaster in America or something, something along the lines of that. And it was like definitely messes you up bad if you don't like brace yourself the entire time yeah it's just like old rickety that's wild i i get more sketched out um because like uh the county fair will come through and i see some of those rides that are like super intense i'm just like yeah like i'm like i don't want to like risk that because i feel like i have more of a chance of dying at one of those things because i feel like they don't really take that much like you know uh, of like the safety into like the fact like, like yeah. the, they got the weird looking carnies and you know who knows where they found those people at and it's just like really strange to me it always like seems sketchy you see like loose bolts and stuff you're not sure like what's supposed to go where so i'm like yeah like i'm just gonna kind of keep walking and not really try to get on that yeah and that's one of those things is like i know dozens of people have died here and i haven't seen a story in a while like they're gonna cover up my death or something like that every time i go to the fair i'm like i don't think i even want to chance it because i know i'm just gonna be like gone missing in like the next day yeah definitely don't want to risk that but but i i do uh and i haven't been to six flags in a long time but i i do enjoy it from time to time but that's like something that i couldn't do as often as i do disney because like disney's fun it's like way more chill and like i feel like like there's plenty of times where like i'll go to disneyland and not even get on a single ride because you can just totally just go in there and just enjoy the the whole vibe and uh, yeah like, getting on a ride like it doesn't even have to be like a big part of it so yeah and uh, have you guys ever been to disneyland or disney world i've been to disney world yeah i've been i went to disneyland before i can even like remember and i've been to disney world like, three times and i've like loved it ever since yeah legit they aren't lying when they say it's the happiest place on it because yeah legit for box. sure it was like that was probably the happiest i've ever been in my entire life yeah if it, if, like when you were like, yeah, I go like every every like like multiple times a week. I was like, damn, if I was living that close to a Disney World, then yeah, I would too. Like, I love Disney Disney World. So yeah, I I've always toyed with the idea of moving out to Florida just so I could be closer to Disney World because I, mm -hmm. I go to Disney World um at, at least once a year because I I have like an annual trip with my friends that we do uh, during Halloween. So I, I know for sure that I'll see it at least once a year, but like whenever I'm out there, I'm just like, man, like 
it, it's like a it, it's like a weird like change of pace because it's not as busy as uh, California from what I've like been able to tell. And I, I feel like if I lived in Florida, I'm like, all right, like they got a decent hardcore scene. Uh, and outside of that, like I don't really do too much other than go to Disney and work. So I feel like I, I was like I, I could manage. So I, I for sure, yeah, I've kind of like floated that out there. But like the only like big like hold up is like I'd be like the only member of my family on that side of like the U.S. So it's, yeah, it's, that's like the only thing that's kind of been like holding me back. So maybe the at some three thousand miles would be kind of a deal breaker. <laughs> yeah, because like just getting out there or even like if i were to move out there and just to be able to get back to california it's always just like such a mission mm-hmm. but who knows i don't know hopefully at some point um we'll get out of uh, quarantine what's like the most fun you guys have had since we've been locked up in our houses i I've been working the entire time, so I've had zero fun. I have not done anything fun at all. Zero fun. Okay. I mean, for me, it's just doing the same, like having more time to play video games. So I've been like, like I said, uh, the just like the constant grind of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And then also, I played Ring Fit for a little bit um, when it first came out. But it's been one of those things where I've been going like every day now just because... I have to do something to like keep myself physically active and I don't like I said, don't want to go outside and like, you know, uh, cause any harm to anyone who's like compromised or anything like that. So I've just been like doing that. And it's really fun because I'm starting to notice more things about like the music and stuff like that and how it like corresponds to the workouts and just like running into new enemies and like learning more about the game. It's like actually really fun and like it's crazy that they, Nintendo, were able to make a game that's like, I can physically feel myself like getting winded and like working like parts of my body. And it's also like actually fun. Not like Wii Fit where it's like stand on the board and like it's very clinical in a way and boring. Or like this is like a full blown like mini JRPG that you're like playing through. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. Okay. I'm actually really curious. Um, how far along are you in Animal Crossing? Um, so I'm not time skipping. Okay, I but... like I like that because I, I, I've definitely seen like a, a bunch of people who have like you know so much money and like they're um so far along. And you're like, all right, there's no way that that's possible if you're following the normal timeline. So I'm happy to hear that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but I mean. I've like I think I'm about as far as I can be because I'm it's been a week now and I've got like expanded room two new rooms in my house now I just paid off so I should have the third one soon and then like I've unlocked ramps and stuff like that so I've like unlocked the residential service where Isabel comes into the town and then you're able to set up like ramps and bridges and stuff like that um and like with the introduction of the like Nook Miles and getting the tickets to go to the other other islands to just like deplete them of all their resources and then bring them back, it's been like it'll be like three o'clock at night and I'll be like, oh, it's three o'clock and I've just been just doing this the entire time, like just going back and forth, getting a bunch of resources coming back. And so I'm about there. Like three expansions onto my house, residential services open. Uh, got the museum, obviously, and started building ramps and like 
images and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's sick. I, I'm like, I just got, or I, I just paid off my second room, so I'm, I'll have my third room tomorrow. So oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not like too far off from where you're at, but yeah, it's, it's something fun. I, I got added to some uh, Animal Crossing group chat with like people from like all over the U.S. and it, it's pretty interesting to see everybody's like take on it because obviously like we all play it different. So yeah, it, it's really interesting for me to see how, how people uh, approach the game. And it's definitely fun to see that there are so many people that are into it because like I've been gone for so long. I, I didn't know that this many people like Animal Crossing. So it's definitely cool to see so many people love this like weird little game, which is like, you know, it's like not like a, you know, a shoot em up or anything like that. It's seriously like seriously. It's just like a simulation. And it's just like so awesome and funny to see like how many people are into it. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm definitely uh, stoked to hear that uh, you're yeah, into you it. You can tell by like, the sales numbers and just the amount of Animal Crossing content there is online right now. So everyone is playing this game. And if they're not, they're like, damn, I'm thinking about buying a Switch. Like yeah. straight up everyone I know is like, damn, I kind of want to buy it. I'm going to hit up Target when I leave here. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to go buy it. Do it. Dude, just, just take one of Dewey's Switches. He has plenty to go around. And then, <laughs> and then just the buy Animal of, Crossing. The amount of people who've been like, yo, I'm thinking about getting a Switch. And it's like, I know you're about to ask me if you can have one of mine. No. <laughs> For sure. Those are uh, just part of the collection. Okay. that yeah. That's fair. So, so many people are also just hitting me up like, should I buy a Switch? I'm like, how is that even a question right now? Like, you're not doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Of course. How much are they right now? I don't, um, I don't know how much. There's also been some reselling of Switches, but if you can find it in store, it's $300 for the regular one and then 200 for the light. So if you just want the like, handheld one, yeah. it's 200 bucks. You could you could drop on that. You've been working all day during yeah. this quarantine. You should be fine. I might do it, honestly. Dude, we gotta, at some point, I, I got to get your uh, your friend code, sure. Dewey, so we can See, sure. yeah, so we'll link up in Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, but I got everything but peaches now. So oh really? I have I have peaches. I need cherries. Okay. Oh, I got cherries. That okay. was my that was my main uh, fruit. So okay. you definitely link and trade, dude. I'm so down because I link and do. I, I have enough peaches to go around. Like my native fruit was apples. Okay. So hell yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that. But. Um, I think this is a good place to wrap up the podcast. I, I think this has been an, uh, been a fun time. I, I feel like we, we talked about um, the band as much as we could, and I'm happy yeah. we were able to go on to all these other topics. For sure. It's fun to be able to talk about things you like in such dark times. Talk about light and fun things. Yeah. Yeah. And Jamie, it's always a pleasure having you on the podcast. You know, I, I'm always down to support uh, the bands you're in and you know have you on because uh, it's, it's always fun talking to you and we we still have to do that uh, roanoke podcast because I, I still get yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've yet to start my research yet but i'm still down dude this is the perfect time uh, in between you playing animal crossing and working uh study up on roanoke we got to hit up josh get him on and we'll have to discuss the um the missing colony of roanoke Nice. Big lit. Okay. And uh, before we go, uh, is there things you guys want to shout out? Uh, go vegan and stop making excuses for why you're not. Yeah. And uh, stop being a sellout. Yeah. Don't, don't sell out. Stop being a sellout. Stop selling uh, out. I can shout out um, my podcast, The Flock. And also, I really like how many, like, 
podcasts are coming out of hardcore right now. So if yeah, you're, for sure. If you're interested in podcasts and you're listening to this, there's uh, a lot of DIY grassroots podcasts, like obviously Mind the Flock, uh, Ace, form of, uh, does the form of passion. Um, there's also every movie is good. Yeah. Um, dude, and gag, uh, Joey and uh, Tom Man out. Um, Casey and Tom Man out. And then there's also a Pizza Talk podcast, which is a podcast with uh, Doctor Chungo from Enforce. So right. hell yeah, that's it. Shout him out. That's awesome. Well, seriously, thank you guys again for being down to come on the podcast and talk about the new band. I, I appreciate it. And for sure. yeah, yeah. Dude. thanks for having us. Absolutely. No problem. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do it again when um, the EP or the LP comes out. I'm, I'm down to have you guys back on. Oh yeah. Sick. I'm excited for it. All right. Well, thank you guys again for listening. This has been another episode of the Jamie K podcast. Always on top. <laughs>